Section 3 of The Story of My Life, Part 2, Letters, by Helen Keller and John Albert Macy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Helen's letters are read by Victoria Neely. Narration and editorial comments by Wayne Cook. Section 3. Letters 13 through 19. In this account of a visit to some friends, Helen's thought is much what one would expect from an ordinary child of eight, except, perhaps, her naive satisfaction in the boldness of the young gentleman. Letter 13. To Mrs. Kate Adams Keller. South Boston, Massachusetts, September 24th, 1888. My dear mother, I think you will be very glad to know all about my visit to West Newton. Teacher and I had a lovely time with many kind friends. West Newton is not far from Boston, and we went there in the steam cars very quickly. Mrs. Freeman and Carrie and Ethel and Frank and Helen came to station to meet us in a huge carriage. I was delighted to see my dear little friends and I hugged and kissed them. Then we rode for a long time to see all the beautiful things in West Newton. Many very handsome houses and large soft green lawns around them and trees and bright flowers and fountains. The horse's name was Prince and he was gentle and liked to trot very fast. When we went home, we saw eight rabbits and two fat puppies, and a nice little white pony, and two wee kittens, and a pretty curly dog named Don. Pony's name was Molly, and I had a nice ride on her back. I was not afraid. I hope my uncle will get me a dear little pony and a little cart very soon. Clifton did not kiss me because he does not like to kiss little girls. He is shy. I am very glad that Frank and Clarence and Robbie and Eddie and Charles and George were not very shy. I played with many little girls and we had fun. I rode on Carrie's tricycle and picked flowers and ate fruit and hopped and skipped and danced and went to ride. Many ladies and gentlemen came to see us. Lucy and Dora and Charles were born in China. I was born in America and Mr. Anagnos was born in Greece. Mr. Drew says little girls in China cannot talk on their fingers, but I think when I go to China I will teach them. Chinese nurse came to see me. Her name was Asu. She showed me a tiny Atsi that very rich ladies in China wear because their feet never grow large. Ama means nurse. We came home in horse cars because it was Sunday, and steam cars do not go often on Sunday. Conductors and engineers do get very tired and go home to rest. I saw little Willie Swan in the car, and he gave me a juicy pear. He was six years old. What did I do when I was six years old? Will you please ask my father to come to train to meet teacher and me? I am very sorry that Eva and Bessie are sick. I hope I can have a nice party my birthday. And I do want Carrie and Ethel and Frank and Helen to come to Alabama to visit me. Will Mildred sleep with me when I come home? With much love and thousand kisses, from your dear little daughter, Helen A. Keller. Her visit to Plymouth was in July, 
This letter, written three months later, shows how well she remembered her first lesson in history. Letter 14 to Mr. Morrison Hetty, South Boston, Massachusetts, October 1st, 1888. My dear Uncle Maury, I think you will be very glad to receive a letter from your dear little friend Helen. I am very happy to write to you because I think of you and love you. I read pretty stories in the book you sent me about Charles and his boat and Arthur and his dream and Rosa and the sheep. I have been in a large boat. It was like a ship. Mother and teacher and Mrs. Hopkins and Mr. Anagnos and Mr. Rodokanachi and many other friends went to Plymouth to see many old things. I will tell you a little story about Plymouth. Many years ago there lived in England many good people, but the king and his friends were not kind and gentle and patient with good people, because the king did not like to have the people disobey him. People did not like to go to church with the king, but they did like to build very nice little churches for themselves. The king was very angry with the people, and they were sorry, and they said, We will go away to a strange country to live and leave very dear home and friends and naughty king. So they put all their things into big boxes and said goodbye. I am sorry for them because they cried much. When they went to Holland they did not know anyone, and they could not know what the people were talking about because they did not know Dutch. But soon they learned some Dutch words. But they loved their own language, and they did not want little boys and girls to forget it and learn to talk funny Dutch. So they said, We must go to a new country far away and build schools and houses and churches and make new cities. So they put all their things in boxes and said goodbye to their new friends and sailed away in a large boat to find a new country. Poor people were not happy, for their hearts were full of sad thoughts because they did not know much about America. I think little children must have been afraid of a great ocean, for it is very strong and it makes a large boat rock and then the little children would fall down and hurt their heads. After they had been many weeks on the deep ocean where they could not see trees or flowers or grass, but just water and the beautiful sky, for ships could not sail quickly then because men did not know about engines and steam. One day a dear little baby boy was born. His name was Peregrine White. I am very sorry that poor little Peregrine is dead now. Every day the people went upon deck to look out for land. One day there was a great shout on the ship, for the people saw the land, and they were full of joy because they had reached a new country safely. Little girls and boys jumped and clapped their hands. They were all glad when they stepped upon a huge rock. I did see the rock in Plymouth, and a little ship like the Mayflower, and the cradle that dear little Peregrine slept in, and many old things that came in the Mayflower. Would you like to visit Plymouth sometime and see many old things? Now I am very tired, and I will rest. With much love and many kisses, from your little friend, Helen A. Keller. The foreign words in these two letters, the first of which was written during a visit to the kindergarten for the blind, she had been told months before, and had stowed them away in her memory. She assimilated words and practiced with them, sometimes using them intelligently, 
sometimes repeating them in a parrot-like fashion. Even when she did not fully understand words or ideas, she liked to set them down as though she did. It was in this way that she learned to use correctly words of sound and vision which express ideas outside of her experience. Edith is Edith Thomas. Letter 15 to Mr. Michael Anagnos, Roxbury, Massachusetts, October 17, 1888. Monsieur, Monsieur Anagnos, I am sitting by the window, and the beautiful sun is shining on me. Teacher and I came to the kindergarten yesterday. There are twenty-seven little children here, and they are all blind. I am sorry because they cannot see much. Sometime will they have very well eyes. Poor Edith is blind and deaf and dumb. Are you very sad for Edith and me? Soon I shall go home to see my mother and my father and my dear, good, and sweet little sister. I hope you will come to Alabama to visit me, and I will take you to ride in my little cart, and I think you will like to see me on my dear little pony's back. I shall wear my lovely cap and my new riding dress. If the sun shines brightly, I will take you to see Layla and Eva and Bessie. When I am thirteen years old, I am going to travel in many strange and beautiful countries. I shall climb very high mountains in Norway and see much ice and snow. I hope I will not fall and hurt my head. I shall visit little Lord Fauntleroy in England, and he will be glad to show me his grand and very ancient castle. And we will run with the deer and feed the rabbits and catch the squirrels. I shall not be afraid of Fauntleroy's great dog, Dougal. I hope Fauntleroy take me to see a very kind queen. When I go to France, I will take French. A little French boy will say, Parlez-vous Francais? And I will say, Oui, monsieur, vous avez un joli chapeau. Donnez-moi un bisset. I hope you will go with me to Athens to see the maid of Athens. She was very lovely lady, and I will talk Greek to her. I will say, Se agapo, and pos ekit, and I think she will say, Kalos, and then I will say, Kyer. Will you please come to see me soon and take me to the theater? When you come, I will say, Kalemera, and when you go home, I will say, Kalnaikta. Now I am too tired to write more. Je vous aime. Au revoir. From your darling little friend, Helen A. Keller. Letter 16 To Miss Evelina H. Keller South Boston, Massachusetts October ninth, 1888 My dearest aunt, I am coming home very soon, and I think you and everyone will be very glad to see my teacher and me. I am very happy, because I have learned much about many things. I am studying French and German and Latin and Greek. Seagapo is Greek, and it means, I love thee. J'ai une bonne petite sœur is French, and it means, I have a good little sister. Nous avons un bon père et un bon mère means we have a good father and a good mother. Puer is boy in Latin, and muter is mother in German. I will teach Mildred many languages when I come home. Helen A. Keller Letter 17 
to Mrs. Sophia C. Hopkins, Tuscumbia, Alabama, December 11, 1888. My dear Mrs. Hopkins, I have just fed my dear little pigeon. My brother Simpson gave it to me last Sunday. I named it Annie for my teacher. My puppy has had his supper and gone to bed. My rabbits are sleeping too, and very soon I shall go to bed. Teacher is writing letters to her friends. Mother and father and their friends have gone to see a huge furnace. The furnace is to make iron. The iron ore is found in the ground, but it cannot be used until it has been brought to the furnace and melted and all the dirt taken out and just the pure iron left. Then it is all ready to be manufactured into engines, stoves, kettles, and many other things. Coal is found in the ground, too. Many years ago, before people came to live on the earth, great trees and tall grasses and huge ferns and all the beautiful flowers cover the earth. When the leaves and the trees fell, the water and the soil covered them, and then more trees grew and fell also, and were buried under water and soil. After they had all been pressed together for many thousands of years, the wood grew very hard, like rock, and then it was all ready for people to burn. Can you see leaves and ferns and bark on the coal? Men go down into the ground and dig out the coal, and steam cars take it to the large cities and sell it to people to burn, to make them warm and happy when it is cold out of doors. Are you very lonely and sad now? I hope you will come to see me soon and stay a long time. With much love from your little friend, Helen A. Keller. Letter 18 to Miss Della Bennett, Tuscumbia, Alabama, January 29, 1889. My dear Miss Bennett, I am delighted to write to you this morning. We have just eaten our breakfast. Mildred is running about downstairs. I have been reading in my book about astronomers. Astronomer comes from the Latin word astra, which means stars, and astronomers are men who study the stars and tell us about them. When we are sleeping quietly in our beds, they are watching the beautiful sky through the telescope. A telescope is like a very strong eye. The stars are so far away that people cannot tell much about them without very excellent instruments. Do you like to look out of your window and see little stars? Teacher says she can see Venus from our window, and it is a large and beautiful star. The stars are called the Earth's brothers and sisters. There are a great many instruments besides those which the astronomers use. A knife is an instrument to cut with. I think the bell is an instrument, too. I will tell you what I know about bells. Some bells are musical and others are unmusical. Some are very tiny, and some are very large. I saw a very large bell at Wellesley. It came from Japan. Bells are used for many purposes. They tell us when breakfast is ready, when to go to school, when it is time for church, and when there is a fire. They tell people when to go to work, and when to go home and rest. The engine bell tells the passengers that they are coming to a station, and it tells the people to keep out of the way. Sometimes very terrible accidents happen, and many people are burned and drowned and injured. The other day I broke my doll's head off. 
but that was not a dreadful accident, because dolls do not live and feel like people. My little pigeons are well, and so is my little bird. I would like to have some clay. Teacher says it is time for me to study now. Goodbye. With much love and many kisses, Helen A. Keller. Letter 19 To Dr. Edward Everett Hale, Tuscumbia, Alabama, February 21, 1889 My dear Mr. Hale, I am very much afraid that you are thinking in your mind that little Helen has forgotten all about you and her dear cousins. But I think you will be delighted to receive this letter, because then you will know that I often think about you, and I love you dearly, for you are my dear cousin. I have been at home a great many weeks now. It made me feel very sad to leave Boston, and I missed all of my friends greatly. But of course I was glad to get back to my lovely home once more. My darling little sister is growing very fast. Sometimes she tries to spell very short words on her small fingers, but she is too young to remember hard words. When she is older, I will teach her many things if she is patient and obedient. My teacher says, if children learn to be patient and gentle while they are little, that when they grow to be young ladies and gentlemen, they will not forget to be kind and loving and brave. I hope I shall be courageous always. A little girl in a story was not courageous. She thought she saw little elves with tall pointed hats peeping from between the bushes and dancing down the long alleys, and the poor little girl was terrified. Did you have a pleasant Christmas? I had many lovely presents given to me. The other day I had a fine party. All of my dear little friends came to see me. We played games and ate ice cream and cake and fruit. Then we had great fun. The sun is shining brightly today, and I hope we shall go to ride if the roads are dry. In a few days the beautiful spring will be here. I am very glad, because I love the warm sunshine and the fragrant flowers. I think flowers grow to make people happy and good. I have four dolls now. Cedric is my little boy. He is named for Lord Fauntleroy. He has big brown eyes and long golden hair and pretty round cheeks. Ida is my baby. A lady brought her to me from Paris. She can drink milk like a real baby. Lucy is a fine young lady. She has on a dainty lace dress and satin slippers. Poor old Nancy is growing old and very feeble. She is almost an invalid. I have two tame pigeons and a tiny canary bird. Jumbo is very strong and faithful. He will not let anything harm us at night. I go to school every day. I am studying reading, writing, arithmetic, geography, and language. My mother and teacher send you and Mrs. Hale their kind greetings, and Mildred sends you a kiss. With much love and kisses, from your affectionate cousin, Helen A. Keller. End of section three.